What's up to our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Geek Nation tonight? You're currently tuning into the Invincible Cult Pop Podcast, episode 10, legacy number... Eight, 11. Thank you. A show where we talk about comics, movies, TV, games, food, news, friendship, and all the things that scratch the nerdy itch. We're coming to you live tonight from Maniunk Studios. That's M-N-Y-K Studios, if you're going to look it up. Philadelphia's premier production space. Um, and we kind of live here now. We do. We do. I am your fill-in host tonight, Noel Bartocci, frequent patron of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, our home-based comic shop located 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A super rad comic shop which caters to nerd and nerd-adjacent individuals of all shapes and sizes and genders and creeds and colors and religions. Bank accounts. Bank accounts. Yeah, you're going to just going to be great about something. Either way, with me tonight are Brian Lieb. Hey. Hi. And... Hey, how about your boy? This is Len, aka the Bat Triple. We are one down tonight because Johnny's Man under down. the weather. Johnny's under the weather. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Johnny, why'd I call him Johnny? JD's under the weather. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little more in a minute. But before we do, also joining us tonight, out right outside of the frame, judging us with his face and uh, motions, gesticulations with hands, is producer Terry. Uh, say hi, Terry. Oh. My man T. <laughs> T leaves which, in the building. Which, which should be a, version, a visual reminder that if anything goes wrong with the show tonight, it's Terry's fault. It's always it's Mr. Leahy. Terry's fault. Um, so uh, at the top of the show, we see a bunch of you already in the chat. Thank you for joining us tonight. We'd like to thank all of you for joining us tonight. Listeners that are here with us, whether you're watching live or checking it out later, if you dig what we're doing at all, you know what? Even if you're just hate watching, I'd like you to like. Comment, subscribe, hit the bell notification, add us. Uh, you will be notified when we go live and when we add more content because we love doing this. And the best part of it is when you engage with us. So pipe up in the chat and send us emails. Yeah. Email address, which is cultpopgo at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of listeners who pipe up, though, we have letters. We have letters? We, got we have letters. We got lots, <laughs> lots, and, lots, and, lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. All right, so I want to do that again because I didn't hear Brian. I was speaking very quietly. I, I mean, I feel like I feel like when you harmonize, everyone's got to really commit. Oh, you to never it. noticed that I never sing that song? I do. You guys. Because you're always next to me, but it's almost more yeah, yeah, yeah. like relevant right now because we're missing one voice. Right, That's true. It? We need All right, you. so uh, uh, cut take 2. Oh, we we've got letters. letters. Oh, we got letters. We got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. I missed that last. I missed the last word. <laughs> you got to you got to Mariah carry it. I stopped right before the end. <laughs> so this um, this email comes to us from somebody I've never heard of before named JD. Um, hmm. Do you hey, think it stands for something? I, uh, That's weird. Jonathan Doohickey? I'm not sure. Probably. Jonathan, Jonathan Doohickey. Doohickey. Jonathan, Doohickey. Jonathan Doohickey. Yeah. Uh, the Virginia Doohickeys. <laughs> oh, I love that family. Oh, wonderful family. <laughs> um, so 
Hey, fella cult papas, which I like. We're going to stick with that for a little oh, while. Cult papas. Uh, cult papas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I can't be there tonight due to me and my wife and kid having COVID. Ooh, yeah, stay home. But I have a question. Mm. In an attempt to avoid giving my fam the vid, I sent myself away to a Motel 6 to be sick on my own for three days. And while I was there, I was soaking in my bed. <laughs> I was there soaking the bed in my sick wets. <laughs> Not sweats, sick wets. I passed the time with the Goonies, Lost Boys, Usual Suspects, and the True Grit remake since they were just what happened to be on the cable in my room. Mm, okay. okay, fair enough. When I'm sick, or if it were a snow day, I have a tendency to revisit films I've seen time and time again, though they're usually Quentin Tarantino movies for some reason, which is probably something you might have to examine. Uh, can you each name a comfort movie or movies that you tend to go to when you're sick? Ooh. Uh, who wants to start? Who wants to go first? Uh, well, first of all, J.D., you should um, treat yourself a little kinder than a Motel 6. But that's, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, love yourself more, bruh. Look, uh, but on that point, uh, it's always good to do like one or two things when you go into any hotel room, including a Motel 6. Pull the sheets and check the corners. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bed bugs are a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Check yeah. the corners of the bed and don't put your bag down on the floor or on the bed. Put it on a hard surface. No. You're Preferably welcome. at a Good Motel advice. 6, you want to put Good your advice. bag back in the car and then go <laughs> and to around. a Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, is there any kind of comfort? Take that Motel 6. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'd also like to, I'd also like to add tonight, yeah, oh, like to add tonight that we're, today we're sponsored by Motel 6. Up until oh, no, this you know minute. what? We're sponsored by Best Western. Best Western. <laughs> Fuck you, Motel 6. Have a good night. Uh, no. Is that their slogan? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Best Western, Dying a Fire, Motel 6. Uh, what do, what do you guys do for comfort when you're either sick or a snow day, rainy day work? Sure. Just like comfort watches. Like, I'll tell you what. Um, it's it's never a movie, right? Mm -hmm. I don't tend to watch uh, a lot of movies. I don't rewatch movies really, like I do with TV shows. Huh. Really? Um, yeah. For whatever reason, uh, when I worked at a movie theater for a while, I kind of stopped seeing movies unless they were superhero or sci-fi or some other main draw. Okay. And. I'll watch 10 episodes of a show, but the shows begin and end multiple times in that time. Whereas a movie feels like, oh, I'm just getting, this is like the whole night. I got to, you know, it's, it's going to be this time when I'm done or yeah. whatever. Um, and I only get one wrap up in that whole time. Um, so my comfort things are all shows. They, they vary. They also apply while I'm cleaning or something, right? We've got... Uh, uh, right now, Bob's Burgers and American Dad are two of the big ones, but Parks and Rec is a very strong thing. Um, <laughs> Those are both passive watches. Yeah. Like, I, I think of sitcoms and cartoons usually as because the, the plots are usually so tight and so, like, mm -hmm. kind of, like, small or low stakes. They're, like, passive watches. You could just have that on the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do Not it necessarily intent. Instead of music, I listen to shows that I have seen before wow. while I'm doing some other thing. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation has definitely been in there in times. Um, okay. The yeah. Office is one. Mm -hmm. They do tend to be comedies and that kind of thing. But I feel like there's more that I'm just not thinking of. But that's, that's the gist of it is beloved shows. Well, just sticking with his theme of it being movies. And I do rewatch movies a lot. Mm. Um, and I think, well, first of all, when I'm sick, I usually just kind of like lay in the bed and go to sleep. So it's usually a movie 
that I have seen before mm-hmm. because I, you know, I know it. Like he said, it's mm-hmm. comfort, right? So my go-tos as far as movies that I will rewatch on a loop are Godfather One and Two. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Oh, nice. nice. Friday. Mm. <laughs> and Roxanne with Steve Martin and Darren. Have you seen oh, the re- the Cyrano adaptation with Peter Dinklage? No, I didn't. I heard it wasn't bad. I want to see it. Yeah, a me too. I really want to see it. Yeah, I heard it wasn't bad. Hey, no. That's sidetracked. Was it originally a musical? I don't know. No. What, what do you mean? So. Was uh, what originally? Cyrano. Cyrano. Yeah, no. yeah. Oh, I don't think so. No, it's just a story. Yeah, it was just you a know, play. Interestingly, because I just mentioned Star Trek The Next Generation, I know his full name from one episode of Next Gen, and I was like, that would be a cool thing to know. So, What is his full name? Hercule de Sauvignon de Cyrano de bergerac Thank you for asking. Huh. It's in the one where Barclay's in that play. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we could probably end it. We could probably right, end it. Take yeah, it easy, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks. Oh, not the show. Just this topic. Oh, I, I, I just, no, oh, okay. this show. Well, what do you? That's what a, do you that's watch? That's a that's a drop. That's a mic drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do I watch? Um, I can't. I was thinking about this. I can't really think of anything. Uh, a title specific, but I always find myself watching trashy horror movies when I'm sitting. Hmm. Uh, anything in the eighties? I'm about to say, like, is it a uh, specific? Like, it's like usually practical eighties. Uh, preferably wet puppets. Ooh. We've talked about this before. Uh, wet puppet horror is think of like ghoulies or or anything that really features like a mo- like an actual practical monster mm-hmm. that's goopy. Yeah, yeah. A la wet puppet. So like wet puppet horror or practical horror, really something that um, I don't have to engage with, but keeps me just kind of I don't know. Is it things you've seen before usually or not stuff? always? Okay. No, not always yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, I, well, so I I think about when I I had COVID in early 2022. Um, I just put on Shutter and anything that had a stupid picture, I just went for it. Wow. I watched everything from like Tammy and the T Rex to this Tammy and the T Rex. Yeah, this uh, Spanish horror movie uh, called Skull that was just about a uh, a skull, a skull, a skull. That was aptly it was, it was incredibly gory. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I, I find it was a rom com with a skull. When I, was yeah. a, when I was a little kid, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't even walk bad. into. I couldn't even walk into video stores that had horror movie posters up because I was just afraid of everything. Oh, wow. But like from 13 or 14 on, I just started eating it up whole. So mm. my comfort level is just usually like stupid horror movie. Yeah. My best friend, my best friend, Calvin, his comfort movie for anything is, is like sick or whatever is uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, mm. it's a perfect movie. He broke up with, with a woman. and made me go with him back to her house because he had left his DVD mm. of the thing. That I was like, dog, you can get it for $5. He was like, yeah, but why? <laughs> <laughs> mine is right there. I'm going to get mine. Pudge. And oh, we man, went I went and got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, well, um, honestly, anything, any, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, this, this, Random emailer, uh, I think his name was Copapa, uh, J- J- Jake Donahue, oh, really oh, something JD. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but he seems to have jumped in the chat. Huh. Um, we do love it when fans lost, interact. I do love it when yeah. fans interact because uh, this is just a random fan. Uh, he says that the thing is a perfect movie, and I completely agree. The thing is a perfect movie. I actually just showed my wife the thing for the first time <laughs> uh, nice. over Halloween, and she was. Lo- <laughs> 
<laughs> and she was scared. And she put a little excited. <laughs> and she's still my wife. <laughs> uh, we yeah. renewed our vows. Uh, and she, she is not. She is I not, do. <laughs> what? Go ahead. She's not a horror fan. Sure. But the, she loved it. She is now. She actually, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, the horror show. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Sam, yeah. I am. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a it's a perfect movie that transcends uh the genre the and uh, mm. c- continue in the chat christopher st sauce good night uh chimed in saying that the true grit remake was awful oh. didn't see it. it was not oh it's great yeah that's good yes um he also jumped in the chat said noel i hated driving by the movie store when the child's play display was in the window mm. um excellent Excellent reference because I used to be afraid of Child's Play. It's probably one of my favorite guilty pleasure mm. franchises now. Yeah, all the Child's Play movies are great. They are just great. I even mean, the direct video ones are dumb. But... Even the direct video ones are pretty great. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, uh, Christopher Goodnight. If you don't see him in the chat, it's probably because he's chatting from some other channel. We do go live on multiple platforms, yeah. so sorry about that. It looks like you're just going to have to like and subscribe on Twitch, on Facebook on YouTube, and everywhere else that you get your uh, content. Okay. Hey, speaking of uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, have yeah. you heard of the uh, genre of dinosaur erotica books oh, that yeah. are widely available? Yes. It's not something I heard of recently, but I just felt that this was a good time to bring it up, and it's uh, very interesting that, that it exists. There's always room so for before, dinosaur porn. Yeah, before yeah. I say no, because yeah. I've never heard of that, oh, I, yeah. I would like to talk really briefly. Sure about the plot of Tammy and the Dinosaur. Oh, yeah, Tammy, all right. Tammy and the T-Rex. Um, so Tammy is just a, uh, you know, a basic California teenager cheerleader. Sure. Um, she falls in love with a basic California boy mm. who is killed, murdered, unconscious, and his brain is transported or is put into a clone cybernetic T-Rex. A cybernetic cool. T-Rex. I think, it's, I think it's half made, half built kind of thing. So this T-Rex is a monster but it remembers Tammy. Oh. And it loves Tammy. Oh. And I, yeah, Denise Richards oh. and uh, Paul Walker is the, the kid before he dies. <clears throat> Those are larger wow. stars than I thought would have been in this movie. And I, with well, that name. I may be conflating it with Iron 80. Sky or something. Oh, it's from the But 80. I think they fight okay. Nazis. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Either way, it was, uh, I was, I mean, I was, I was, my brain was fogged with code. COVID, so. so it was perfect. Yeah, it was a perfect movie to watch. I think I made up half of that plot, but still, it was perfect. <laughs> does it, this movie exist? It does. Okay. It's on Shutter. Oh yeah, Tammy Terry and the T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Oh yeah, it's great. It's a great sick watch. Hmm. Uh, hmm. But uh, but yeah. Um, um, also, uh, this random person who we've never heard of before, who may or may not be in the chat, also wanted us to remind us to not forget to tell people about the Peter David raffle. Oh, that's we are, right. Oh, yes. We are yeah. raffling uh, The Incredible Hulk, volume, The Incredible Hulk by Peter David, Volume 1, which is an out-of-print omnibus. Um, we are doing it to raise money for Peter David's GoFundMe. Peter David, if you're not familiar with him, look him up really quick. He is one of the most prolific comic book writers. Actually, just prolific writers, because he's got a lot of prose work yeah. and a lot of screenwriting work. Right. It's just fantastic. Right. Um, he uh is not well he's ill yeah. uh he had a heart attack a mini stroke a whole bunch of things and honestly creatives aren't paid well there's they, they like, don't have he, like a union they, they don't have a lot of yeah comic book, know, cre- comic book writers don't necessarily have union. when you're freelance for a living uh you don't have that so we're helping raise money for that so please if you are interested uh it's five dollar per ticket 
um, just email us at cultpopgo at gmail in the what was what do we have them say in the uh, the headline? Just, just put Peter the, David Raffle for for Peter David. Put Peter David, and then in the we subject. will and then we will send you information about how to purchase a ticket. Yeah, so be sure to get on that. We'll remind you before the end of the show too. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, right. I feel like we are in a good space to talk about what, what you've been you up to this week. Huh? Let's uh-huh. start with you, Bri. Oh, what you been up to this week? Uh, so the main thing that I want to talk about is the Green Knight, but I, I also happen to see, I'm not going to review this, I just want to let you guys know, this very unlikely comic reference happened in this movie that I watched called, uh, She's Funny That Way. Hmm. Funny movie, Owen Wilson, Catherine Hahn, um, Will Forte, a lot of people, and, uh, in it, there is a, a movie actor who has been in a superhero movie, it came out in 2014, so the modern superhero movie stuff had started. And he was in a movie called The Red Bee, where he had a bee in his belt buckle that he there was a had movie? control of. No, 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 no. This is a fictional movie within oh, okay, this other yeah. movie. And I was like, what an, an obscure and unlikely that's a, that's reference cut. to The Red Bee. That is a you very know? deep cut. Yeah, and not even a, a, nothing was made of it. It was like one line. In the Nothing film. should be made of The Red Bee. Right? The Red Bee. Yes. What, what an odd <laughs> character. I'm not even sure... How to respond to that? Yeah, well, because I I've never heard of the Red Bee. He's oh. from the '40s. He I think had a red costume, and he had a bee in his belt buckle Who? that was advantageous to him to have in or on the belt. No, buckle? In. I'm lost. Like it was in the belt buckle. The butt buckle. Yeah. What does the bee like, do? The flew around. I guess does around? the bee grant him abilities that no. any other um, man uh, can't uh, have? No, no. It was just like. Mm-mm. A helper in yeah. his like a in his bee. war on crime. Yeah, my brain is broken. I don't know what yes. the bee could do to help him. The bee <laughs> could, could sting people, spy on like one. Because even the Green <laughs> Hornet had at least just like thematic elements of right. a hornet with right. the gas gun and that like called other things. Yeah, he did other stuff. The Red Bee. I don't know. I think. Yeah, he just yeah. had like that, a that, that. Literally, was all he did. Are there other color insects of like forties? Superheroes. Oh, Green Hornet, Red Green Bee. Green Hornet, Red Bee, Blue Beetle. Oh, yeah, about to oh. say Blue Beetle. Um, yeah. Yellow Jacket. Yellow, 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 well, yellow jacket. jacket. I don't think hmm. there was a Yellow Jacket in the 40s. So Yellow Jacket doesn't come until. I feel like there must have been a purple something. There right? was a Black Widow. Oh, was there? I think there I was mean, a Black is... Widow back, right. back, oh, then. back then. Back then, yes. That's, hmm. uh, I mean, that was, that was, it was like a, a well that they went to or just like threw darts at a board. Yeah. There's like insects and, a, and uh, just. Ragey Biff. Yeah. Cool. What we happened? need to have this guy have a colorful costume. Why not name him that thing? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. we're going to reprint in black and white. It's yeah. fine. But what you wanted to talk about what the Green Knight. Yeah, what did you watch? The Green Knight. Okay. What uh, is- speaking of color. Uh, right. <laughs> I watched this a little while ago. I'd been really excited about it, and I finally got around to it. It is the uh, retelling of Gawain uh, and his encounter, among other things, with the Green Knight. Um, one thing I thought was really cool, it says in the beginning, adapted from something like Stories of Gawain by Anonymous. So I think this is drawn directly from the Actual earliest source. tales, right, that earliest we've got. source. Yeah. And the opening credits say, or not credits, I guess, because it just says Gawain, and it flashes through like 10 different, um, maybe progressing, but uh, script styles, right? So like, the story has been told many times, oh, kind of oh. thing. And it's, it's set, uh, it feels like it's a while ago, but it's also got kind of a hmm, borderline 
surrealist element sometimes over the border but uh like arthur's crown is this very cool thing that you wouldn't picture being in the middle ages but looks cool mm. uh it's kind of like a anthony hopkins in titus kind of thing oh, or oh um, my god i haven't thought about that movie in i don't know 20 years yeah when it came right out. um before you keep going we yeah. should note it's the green knight came out in 2021 directed by david lowry starring dev patel mm. and it's available on Showtime. Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Showtime. I think it depends yeah. on which one yeah, you have. Yeah. 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 Font. <laughs> <laughs> I also did Christopher St. Saucy. Seems kind of sus. Uh, font? Yeah. Script. He meant, you, you meant font styles changing back and forth. I but you did. said script. Yeah. I did. Because it, it threw me off too. I was just like, script? Yeah, yeah. What kind of script? Script like, the yeah. In this case. It was a scripture, yeah. just lots and lots of scriptures from different yeah, yeah, homes. Yeah. You'd have to really know. Anyway. Um, so that's just the opening few seconds. <laughs> and, um, and for the next two hours, we're yeah. going to talk about the whole movie now. Exactly. Scene by scene. Carry on. Here's what can I like you, about it. Can you go slower? I can. <laughs> so anyway, this green knight guy <laughs> comes. Oh. Um, it's cool. It's, it's Arthur way later in life, right? He's an old man. Um. The Green Knight comes in and issues this challenge. Do something to me. <laughs> I don't know what Levin finds funny about I think, Arthur's point I, in life. No, <laughs> it's Arthur later in life. He's, He's old. an old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? In case anybody didn't know the progression of time and human aging. Yeah. Or as age makes you right. old. Yes. As we progress. He has done so. So uh, the Green Knight comes in, and Al Gawain is a young man, and that's the opposite. And he, the Green Knight issues this challenge, do whatever you want to me. In a year, you come back and meet me, and I'm going to do the same to you, right? So Gawain, for some reason, chops his head off, right? Hilarity ensues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, and then you get some uh, Punch and Judy, old-timey mm -hmm. puppet shows of oh, wow. their battle, right? It's got these medieval elements. Gawain goes off. He's not a knight. He uh, wants to attain honor. His youthful head is full of like the promise of glory. Um, but he still he wants to be a good guy. He, he's the mythical picture of a knight, you know. Um, and he encounters a series of well, I should say he has a, a series of different encounters that I bet were different tales that all were told over the years. Right, that kind of got right, merged right. into one thing. Um, so it's basically just like a year in the life before. His yeah. comeuppance. Yeah. And then, well, no, you don't get most of that year. You flash forward until like six days before, and then he goes. And uh, somebody, a friend of mine pointed out, each one of these encounters kind of tests an aspect of, of knighthood um, as we think of it now. That's know? how thematic storytelling works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, before you finish, mm -hmm. finish reading oh, Once, in, once future, in Future, for sure. they deal with the Green Knight. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, so there were some elements that I'm like, I don't know what they're going for with this one. Um, it looks really cool, right? <laughs> yeah, because all yeah. I've ever seen was the trailer, and the trailer looked bonkers. It, it looked almost really looked metal. Yeah. Like very, right, it's got very, that, yeah. and the poster is this very non-medieval, mm -hmm. blank red with him. It looks like a metal cool. kind of thing. I've, I've heard, like, other than your opinion, because I, I plan on watching this eventually, mm -hmm. I have heard that it is a masterpiece, mm -hmm. and I've heard that it's incredibly sleepy. 
That's what I've heard. It is a nothing in between date movie for sure, but not. I didn't think uh, sedate is not the right word. It is a methodical, a contemplative movie in many ways. Action packed. Got it. That's the more expensive. Contemplative. Hey, yeah, that's that's a. I won't charge you. You can have it for free. That's a three nickel word. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Overall, it was very much about style, yeah. the end and theme. You know, more mm. than necessarily a, a plotted story as we think mm. of it now. There were events that happened that I'm like, I don't know how this plays into the larger narrative. Some of that might be because it was drawn from organically uh, created tales put together, but. Overall, I got done watching it and I was like, that was cool. I was into that. So you recommend it because I recommend it. Blurred Girl Cosplay in the chat is asking, is there anything you recommend to watch? Would you recommend? I would recommend it. If you like the kinds of things that I've been talking about, this is a good example of those kinds of things. There you go. Yeah. What have you got to this week? I do want to talk about a show that I know people have already seen. I've only just started seeing it. But in answer to Blurred Girl Cosplay, um, if you out there are hungry for another slice of the glass onion, then um, you'll have to wait because the, the sequel won't be out for another. What an of, interesting <laughs> recommendation! A couple, a couple of years. How, I want to tell you about something I like. This is hasn't it. happened yet. However, <laughs> however, if you do want something that is the essence of that flavor, oh. not. As good, but still actually pretty funny and pretty kooky. It is a movie that I watched this this week that Brian recommended. Is it Confess Fletch? It's Confess Fletch. Oh, cool. I, 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 that movie is right. quirky fun. Right? I, com- I commit to watching it this week because I have cool. it. I commit to watching it this week so we can talk about it for the fourth week in a row. Cool, yes. cool. Yes. Yeah. So we'll bring it up. Fourth week in a row. Yes. This is now the Confess Fletch podcast. We're going to talk so about there you go. every so, single welcome minute. Welcome, Colt Fletchers. Of, there's, your, there's your job, uh, Colt Fletchers. Next week, we're going to be talking about Confess Fletch. So, Blur Girl Cosplay, Christopher St. Saucy, JD, all of you out there, watch Confess Fletch. Come back and let's discuss next week. Okay? Ooh. Right here on Colt Pop Go. But uh, what so I want to talk that. about really quick mm. is the thing that everybody's been watching is Wednesday. Mm. Everybody's been talking about Wednesday on Netflix. I finally sat down to watch it um, this week. Only watched the first episode. And I could watch it because I'm done with Shark Tank. Uh, <laughs> Shark Tank's not done with you. It is. I'm done. I've made my tally. <laughs> I've made my score. I'm done. But Wednesday, look, first of all, I'm a huge Adams Family fan. So I was oh, already, cool. I was already, this was made for me. Right. It is Tim Burton. So the look is gorgeous. The the casting is spot on. I don't think I would have cast Louise Guzman as uh, Gomez Adams, Hmm. but it works because I definitely would have done Catherine Zeta Jones. Um, And he does look a lot like the original New Yorker cartoons. The the comic strips. Yes, 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 yes. And in the role of Wednesday. um, Jenna Ortega. Oh my God, she is no freaking joke. So I definitely see what everybody is talking about and I can't wait Mm. to continue watching this show. But as much as I was already like all in on this, I jumped both feet in watching the first episode and as Wednesday is being introduced to everybody in uh, Nevermore Academy, she's introduced to the character of Bianca, right? Mm. 
who is, they say, the royalty there at Nevermore, and she is a mermaid. And I love that because the commentary for the last year uh, online has been people jumping back at Disney for casting Halle Bailey mm. as the oh, yeah. Little Mermaid in the live-action adaptation that's going to be coming out later later this year. And they did that, one, because Halle Bailey is an amazing actress and singer, so she won the role just based on her talent. I don't believe that Disney did this, but I believe that Nevermore did uh, cast um, the mermaid as a, a black role because historically, ladies and gentlemen, and all you people out there, you nutwads on the internet, mermaids first were black. The folklore to uh, mermaids dates back to uh, Western Africa, and the original mermaid was named um, Mama, Mama Wati, I believe was her, was her name. And she was considered the, the first siren. And she was mm. indeed, a, a, among other things, a shapeshifter and a mermaid. And I, and mm. I, I can just see the, the writers of, of Nevermore um, locking in on that and just really honing in and, and putting mm. that in there, especially nice. saying that she is descended from royalty because she was considered uh, the, one of the, the queen, the first of the mermaids. So I am all in mm. on Wednesday. Good on you. Peace. I so I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, uh, oh. but I have heard some specific complaints, and I want your opinion on these complaints that I can't verify are mine or not. Okay. All right. One of them being the show... Um, the original Adams Family uh, TV show comic strip and even the movies that came out mm -hmm. uh, many years ago. Not the that many Adam years ago, because remember the, the animated movies. It was the movies. late 90s. Oh, true. Well, but remember, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. Adams Family oh, was always going to be repurposed. The, yeah. most, of, most of the conflict and most of those stories are based on the fact that the Adams Family are the only ones that are odd. Mm -hmm. And mm. this show puts them in an entire world that is odd. And some people, I've, I've read some like, you know, hot takes about how maybe it loses its its magic a little bit because yeah, cool down that take. Yeah, yeah. cool it down. Yeah. Cool yeah. It, it, was, yeah, it didn't yeah. bother you. Didn't bother me at all. And actually, when you think about it, if you go back to um, even the mostly like most people consider the ori the the original source material the TV show, mm -hmm. even though it actually was the comic strips. But the comic strips they didn't have a they didn't have names. names. Yeah. They, they weren't fleshed out at all. Everything was fleshed out for the TV show. But if you think of, of the TV show, even though they were the only, you know, odd ones in their neighborhood and maybe in their city, all they ever talked about was going to these different schools, all the different people yeah. in, their, in their family who were living, you know, here and there yeah. and, and everywhere. And those same relatives and touches of other oddities would play a part, if only from a distant vantage point in the movies as well as they continue mm. to flesh out that world. Word. So no, y'all wrong. <laughs> and, and honestly, even if <laughs> to even summarize, if, yeah, shut up. Even <laughs> if it hadn't been uh, done already, which it has uh, that they interact with other weird things. It still works great. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Have like, you watched the show yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, good. So I've seen the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was awesome. I think it was great. I'm looking forward to the next season. I'm glad that there is one coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's. I think it does a really good job of having Wednesday be the focus, which he has never been before. Never been. And having just the right amount of other Adam's stuff going on. And yeah, she's in a she's in a different place than with the rest of the Adams family. And this is a school that has a lot of weird stuff going on. And it, she works just great. Cool. They're also in a town that doesn't. They're they're that's with true. a town that's not uh, weird. Yeah, to me. You know? So to me, the, the, I guess the um, I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong. Just the, yeah. the comedy. Yeah, what you're hearing, right. The comedy of errors, or or just comes from the juxtaposition of ordinary world or sleepiness with. The oddity and/or you know real life horror of the Adams family. You know That's it is a where, big theme though, because yeah. there is the contrast between them and this town. That, so, yeah. so what you're telling me is that they expanded it. It's not the family. It's yeah, it's not the family because they, they, they yeah. take yeah. it from like the school to the town, not yeah. just the family to their neighbors. And, yeah. and actually, and yeah, actually it's, doing it's this okay. because as, as hallowed as the the original TV show is, you know. There are a lot of episodes that read the same. It's the same joke. Sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it doesn't really um How really rebuild <laughs> the world. There's not a whole lot <laughs> of continuity here. This is a con- continuity. I it, look for I'm, I'm look, we we just uh in my household we just kind of got through a couple of shows. Sure. Uh this and Better Call Saul are the next ones on the, okay. the block. Yeah, Did you have, was there another you sounded like you had more than one? Wednesday, Internet Wednesday comment. Uh, the other one was that it, it was too YA for most people, which I don't think nah, is a problem. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, look, it's, I don't not everything that, I don't, is for wasn't you. Even, it right. wasn't even worth it. Like, don't really. watch it, don't watch it. I was more concerned. Yeah. I was more wondering about the actual, like, narrative structure yeah. of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's for tweens. I don't care about that. Good right. is good. Um, yeah. Hey, Noel. Yeah. What you been up to, huh? Uh, I'm going to talk about another TV show cool. that is deep-rooted in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finished Willow, Ooh. the TV series, the sequel TV series on Disney Plus. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen Willow, the original nineteen eighty something? Very long time ago, I think. I did yeah. not that long ago for oh. the first time. Oh, um, what did you think? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I see what people probably enjoyed about it then. So the um, uh, for anybody that hasn't seen Willow, it is a nineteen eighty. Some it's mid eighties, eighty four, yeah. eighty five, yeah. eighty six, something yep. like that. Uh, maybe eighty seven, maybe eighty eight. It might be eighty nine. Probably not. Uh, it is a fantasy film, a Lucas film, uh, original Lucas film, uh, directed by Ron Howard, written by Lawrence Kasdan. Mm-hmm. Um, it is about a a young farmer who wants to be a wizard. Uh, a baby, sh- uh, a baby of a different ilk shows up, and it is a prophesized baby, and he has to take it across the crazy lands right. uh, to drop it off uh, to safety before the evil Bab Morda. Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's essentially, it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy yeah. sword and sorcery movie. Um, hit really hard when I was a kid. Loved it. It is a very earnest movie mm. uh, with heavy orchestral. Um, it, it is very, earnest is the best way. To, it's literally yeah. like uh, large myths, monsters, yeah. sword and sorcery. It is on the nose, exactly what it is. So, um, it's it's a cult property. They haven't done anything with it for thirty years. Nope. Yeah. Uh, but then a couple people at Disney Plus were like, "We really love this this old movie. 
we're going to, 1988, thank you, Johnny Destructo of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. Uh, we, we're going to make a sequel series. Cool. I was super in. Nine, ep- eight episodes. Uh, they're about 45 minutes apiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show takes place 20-ish years later. Okay. They're very vague about the time. Like, uh, some of the characters are clearly much older, yet they have kids that are, like, in their early 20s or teens. So it's like, is it 30 years or 15 years? Or is this real? T- whatever. We it don't know matter. how time is measured there. No, we don't know uh, how time is point. measured there. So, ultimately, I loved the show. Okay. Cool. All right. But it took me a while. Oh. Because. Like episodes, plural, a while? First and second episode. Okay. I was just like doing cartwheels. This is fun. I love it. Hmm. But then it started to grate on me a little bit. And I will talk to you about why it bothered me. Um, The tone of the show is almost nothing like the movie. We're talking about you watched um, Gladiator Mm -hmm. and the sequel was A Knight's Tale. Hmm. Yeah, but you could mean. The tone is completely different. Okay. I'm talking like there's no score. It's all like pop song needle drops. Oh, and really? Yes. That's weird. Oh, it no, is that's a tonally bad. different show. That's bad. Which was jarring. At first, it's just like, oh, this is cute. And then the end credits has like a Ramon song, something like that. I'm like, oh, okay. That's kind of, yeah. that's kind of, yeah, that's, yeah. that's jazzy. That's cool. Three or four episodes in, it starts with like a fight scene to like a girl power pop song and i'm like what the fuck am i watching now because it, it feels like the show was trying to be 80 things except one good thing mm-hmm. is it not earnest it's, it's no not oh, really that no. sucks because uh, i because also too if you if you're a fan of willow or i swear to you even if you've never seen this movie you've heard the score you've heard the alan mm-hmm. silvestri score that's true uh, dun, 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 dun. it's very very familiar that's been in commercials and television for friggin decades huh. and they Use it like once in eight episodes, and it blew my heart into hmm. pieces. Maybe it's because expensive. They Shouldn't own, they own the it? property. <laughs> <laughs> Disney owns everything. Okay, Ooh, they so, might not own that. Don't, well, they made it for the movie. Also, the show features one of my biggest pet peeves, which is the entirety of character conflicts is predicated on just two people not saying one thing. Just like, oh, I hate uh, that. Yeah. I hate so, that. So a lot of the, a lot of the. That? A lot of the characters are teenagers or, or just young 20s. So it's like, just say that you like him. Just say that you like her. But no, they keep information from each other and it just keeps getting like more complicated. But I get it. It's just, if you're doing it for four episodes, I'm tired. Yeah. yeah. And then at yeah. the same time, they're yada yada like actual like big stuff. Progression. <laughs> at the same, so it's like, Three episodes of a love triangle, and it's like, oh, in the background, this kid actually learned how to be a sorcerer. You didn't know that. I'm sorry, it's it's there right now. So like they, it's like they kept weighing the scales incorrectly. But then the last two episodes, they redeemed. We're, bang, we're banger as hell. Cool. So it's I I I want there to be a second season. I can't wait to watch it. It was renewed, it, right? I don't I don't think so okay. yet. I don't know. I like I want there to be more. It's got a really good hook at the end. Mm. Uh, they incorporate so Val Kilmer is a very big piece of the first movie. Right. Right. They incorporate his character in a couple of really fun ways. There's some great cameos. I just hope that they learn from their mm. I hope that they 
focus on some different things. Hmm. But it was right. it was worth watching if you're a fan of the original. But hmm. it was it had some it had some moments where both my wife and I were like, "Is this the same show?" Uh, wow! Yeah. Yeah. Wow! I, I think the best, uh, or at least my favorite of the um, they're not reboot they're not reboots, but you know the return to yeah. kind of things are the ones that maintain the tone of the original right those are my favorite ones i had yeah. i had i never seen the movie i yeah. probably like i probably think the show is much better that's it yeah see because that's the thing it's like you're coming back to that world you want it the show you want to feel like that was the movie was not reliant on current pop culture it was just a classic style story told yeah. in a classic way mm-hmm. which should just be evergreen this was more of a uh let's do a pop song cover of this other story and it, yeah. it it may have worked for a lot of people but for me it was a little bit more jarring than anything else huh. but ultimately i do recommend it no oh, well it certainly has gotten enough press you know so yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's if you ever if you saw the movie you'd like it watch the damn show oh hey speaking of uh second seasons i think you shared with me but since i mentioned it on the show oh, yeah. in our top uh countdown uh the show minx which i adored um i think you said it was picked up by stars yep so season two, which was done filming, um, now has a place to be shown. And hopefully season one is on there, too. So if anybody was intrigued uh, or heard about it, then now you can watch it. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been picked up. Actually, hopefully that's going to happen to a lot of the shows that HBO Max that kind of great. set aside that yeah. they'll show up on other channels and or be licensed yeah. to other channels. Yeah. It would be great, especially if I already have that streaming service. Do you <laughs> already you have stars? You do no, I do have not. Stars. Most people don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'll get it for... Seven weeks or only, so. To only watch this. hardcore fans of Power. I'm about to say, see, that? black people have stars. Oh, so yeah? you can watch Power. Oh, okay. Aren't there like five? <laughs> there's five powers. There's yeah, five powers. There's like there's, a bunch of spinoffs. Like it's a yeah. whole, it's a whole gauntlet. It is. There is a there is a stars power shared universe. Yes, there Ooh, is the across the whole channel. Yeah, the power verse. That's cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's check in on the chat really quick before we head out. Uh, never watched Willow. Um, it's fun. It's great. You'll like it. Um. Hmm. Hi, Robert. Hi. Uh, no one says they all have to have kids at the same time. Actually, that's pretty funny. So, Christopher St. Saucy, good night. I know that you, you didn't put context on that comment, but I think it's hmm. funny in regards to, like, sequel series, I guess. Like, it's yeah. maybe 20 years later, yeah, yeah. but all their children are the same age yeah. or around the same yeah, age. It's yeah. like they all just agreed, like, hey, we're going to have kids this right. year, right? We're going <laughs> to have progeny get, really soon. Did, did you, you get, get the memo? Stop. Do yeah. not. Send a pigeon. We're going me- to have a kid. Yeah. It's and funny. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, synchronize. Yeah, there's or... no phones. It's, it's literally like, I'm going to send an owl to let him know that we, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. made a kid tonight. The owl comes in and yeah. you're like, yeah. <laughs> it's owl night. Honey, it's yeah. owl night. Okay. Okay. I'll be right off. Ooh, owl night. All right, so um, I've got to go, mom. It's all right. <laughs> so she has a phone. Well, your mom's got a phone. Fu- mom's got a phone, but it, it wasn't this. It was this. It's actually like a oh, it's one of the cup and a string things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Or uh, I mean, a goblet and 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 thread. And, right, uh, right. A goblet, a goblet and twine. <laughs> anyway, so in the spirit of our main review tonight, which is going to be the Last of Us episode one on HBO Max and HBO. Um, before we dive into that really hard, because it's hard. Okay. Mm. Um, I want to. I want to ask you guys. Uh, just a, a like a a little baseline question. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
what's your favorite adaptation or remake of a previously beloved material? Because The Last of Us, yeah. uh, before the show even premiered, uh, the hullabaloo online was that it is a very beloved, the best video game that ever, mm. ever, ever mm. done was, oh. now being adapted into a television series. Yeah. Has that happened well in your estimation, or at least favorably to you? In the past, like an adaptation that just nailed it. it now, let me ask you this, because um, uh, Tea Leaves, our producer, brought up a, a good point that adaptations are supposed to be kind of like taking the story mm -hmm. of, 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 you know, of a property and then putting it into another medium, TV or media or what have you, right? But... When you look at like even not all, but some of like your superhero movies, they are taking the character, yeah, and kind of it's not really an adaptation of a story. It may be like an a, an amalgamation of a bunch of stories, yes, yeah. you mm -hmm. know. So when we take those off the table, are you being a little bit more literal when you say adaptation? I took it okay, literal, yeah. um, because then mine would be. The Godfather, because no. it is an adaptation of the novel. Of mm -hmm. the novel. It, now, it's better than a novel, because mm. the novel, if anyone has ever re read it, is a piece of shit. But it, it, but it takes... Mario Puzo is yeah. turning in his grave. No, he's not. Superman, no, Mario Writer. He is, is, he is, he is, is living on gold. He doesn't care. He, he, he got paid. Mario Puzo alive? I think he has, I think he has passed it. I don't know what. I don't, I don't. Gary, I need Gary, you to tell me about... Look at the tea leaves and find out. Oh, but, very nice. <laughs> but the the but the Godfather, it, it, what um, Coppola did and and Puzo, because um, he wrote the book. But they then looked in the novel and picked out little things that were really focused on the family. Yeah, and th and then build them up large. But they were in the book. Some of them you don't kind of fucks around, but they were in the book. So the Godfather does act as an adaptation. Of hmm. that novel. Yeah, I think that was a good point about the superhero thing. Like those famous. are died in the Yeah. Oh, there you I go. told you so he was famous. Dead as a doornail. Famous <laughs> he uh he was very dead. Oh. Famously. 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 <laughs> famously yeah. deceased. How did you not know about it? How did you not know? He, he died in Times Square. It was just all over the famous famously died. I think he released a series of <laughs> yeah, it was, confetti uh, and it was, hot air balloons. It was planned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, meticulously yeah. Huh. and covered what? far and wide how'd you not know any, uh, uh, is there it's any adaptation you can <laughs> <laughs> so we apologize to the uh, Mario who's who's yeah yeah um so he died not famous to yeah. he infamously so, died infamous. uh so two things popped into my head right one of them first one I read the book Brent? after no, th this is the first one that popped in my head. But so not in ranked, order of appearance. Uh, what's, the, what's the order of the two? What's Ooh, your favorite of the two? Call. I think I got to go with two is one, right? <laughs> so, so, uh, so me, or do you want to do two first? No, no, no. I want to build up. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so this, this is his first, the first thing but popped least in my head favorite of his of two my two favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Let's draw this out longer. Here we go. <laughs> so, to begin, the, uh, uh, the, I did not know it was a book when I saw the movie. But I later read the book Fight Club. Oh yeah, phenomenal yeah. Oh, okay. adaptation. Okay. Uh, the author likes it better than the book because they make that a happens. couple of different choices 
um, than they do in the book. So it was a great adaptation, right? Uh, but the other one was very recent, but it, it was on my best of list, uh, edging out Minx, Sandman. The Sandman oh. adaptation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that does qualify, I think, yes, as an adaptation. It does. it does. You know, it was straight uh, changed where change was uh, decided upon. But an adaptation, still directly very much towards. an adaptation. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, oh man, like that hit it. You know, um, nearly as right as it could be. Maybe as right as it could be. Um, I don't think I have one. Okay. Well, because like when we narrowed the topic down, I don't know if I like I I, I uh, we mentioned the thing earlier. That is a remake mm. of a very popular 1950s movie. Yeah, that but is that was the same medium. in every way. The, yeah, that just um, says remake medium. of beloved material, adaptation or remake. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that did come to mind, hi. Oh, Terry. One of the things that did come to one of the things that did come to mind um, was uh, we talked last week or the week before. I don't even remember. Time is a flat circle. About uh, in the world of Willow, Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. the comic, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah Conquest. Yeah. That was literally my favorite comic. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was my favorite comic book over the last like twenty years. Loved every second of it. The film adaptation of that. Is nothing like the comic, right? But incredibly like the comic, yeah. In, the spirit in, the, of. in a tone, in the spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I was reading it, it, I did not feel pop. I did not feel pop music. I did not feel the humor necessarily, but the weird cosmic wackiness was something that did come through. So it wasn't a faithful adaptation, but it's the most perfect kind of reinterpretation mm. that I could think of of something that I loved. Okay, unconditional. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a perfectly reasonable answer to the question yeah. you know what i mean even if well, i mean you guys you yeah. guys you put so many layers on it i wasn't sure if i could ever be correct now we're again taking those on those it's, onion layers it's off. the inside of the yeah. onion now yeah. now we're in the smelly bit uh terry <laughs> hi straight down the barrel i wasn't bad oh. uh two straight down the barrel ones one is um dark Knight returns the animated Two movies. Oh, yeah, those are pretty, oh, good. Good. Those are pretty damn really good. good. That, you, you know what? They split it into two films. I forgot about all Brilliant. of those animated movies. That is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Those animated movies, I think, are the best things DC's ever done in mm. the entertainment medium outside of comic books. Ooh, like, cool. I would put those animated movies I, and the cartoons as yo, above. What are you saying? All DC animated output? Because they've yeah. got some. Really good animated output. Wait, okay. no, he's saying, but he's saying that all live action. What they've output. done yeah, in, the, yeah. in that sphere. Okay. Above their I, uh, wait, live uh, yeah. before you yeah, jump yeah. off that point, uh, I have been every time I'm in the shop now, I will put on the old, like the early DC animated films. Hmm. I miss the fact that they, in the early animated films, tried to recreate the style of what they're adapting. I yeah. do. So, so I you would, like Public Enemies, which really wasn't that great. That looked like Ed McGinnis art. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Knight Returns looked like yeah. Klaus Jansen's inks. And I know like, that they, they tried, tried to for but then the, sh- the shared universe. They tried to for All Star. It was a little hard well, because they even you said, can't like, get that detail. We wanted to do Frank Quitely, but we just couldn't. But they tried know. to in Killing Joke too. Mm. Yeah, but mm. then when you, but then when they got into like their shared universe shit, yeah, it all looked like hazy anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it lost that kind of like comic book. It, did. Yeah, it, did. Really, it, yeah. it did look cheaper. It did. But I have a feeling Gotham by Gaslight might, because that's not in their new shared universe. But I, did cool you see movie. it? It was, it was pretty cool. I didn't it even was, realize it had already come it, out. It already oh, came, yeah, yeah. It came no, out years ago. a couple years ago. The, the, but the Robin, wait, there's a new one coming up, though. It's this, I did see Gotham by Gaslight. No, you're there's talking a new about one coming the, up. 
Doom that came to the Gotham. The Doom that came to Gotham. Yes. But, uh, yeah, if it looks like Mignola art, yeah. awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. down. But Gotham by Gaslight looked like the anime style. Like it wasn't. Hmm. Dark Knight was a great one. What's your second yeah. one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, and just to kind of close the door, the other one is the Red Hood adaptation. That was the dope animated too. film. That is unbelievable. I remember liking it. I don't remember. Yeah, it's pretty, it. It. Yeah. brought it up before, Under but it has. Yeah. They capture the mystery and they mm-hmm. capture the uh, reveal quite well. And, mm. and the most important thing is it's a Joker voice you've never heard before. Right. Maggio. But it's right. wonderful. Very interesting choice. They're an excellent comedic voice actor. And John DiMaggio. Yeah, yeah, but, but, John DiMaggio. But you right. also hear the cruelty when he's mm-hmm. chastising Robin yeah. or Jason Todd about right. how he killed yeah. him with a crowbar. It's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the confrontation, which Jensen. Uh, Ackles is that yeah, I believe so, he's yeah. Batman? Yeah. Who is whoever is playing Jason Todd? It's Todd. Him. Literally that part where he goes, "It's not that you didn't save me. It's how is he still alive?" And he screams it. Oh yeah. And it ends. It ends with him saying, "I'm not going to spoil it, but it ends with him saying, the only way I'm not going to kill him is if you shoot me right in my face." Mm-hmm. And you feel it. He's like, "I'm ready to die right here because yeah. you yeah. did not." Yeah. Do revenge. So, not a straight down the middle adaptation. Pretty close. Very. It's pretty close. It, yeah. Because pretty close. actually, the story in the comic book actually goes weird with um, Joker becoming like uh like have something like to do with Arab states they, or something. They also like did the Talia it. thing instead of the Superboy Prime punching. Right. Yeah. Universe. They they streamlined the they, they streamlined <laughs> it with uh, like not being as continuity heavy, but it actually. That was written. The screenplay for that was written by Judd Winnick, who, who wrote, wrote the, the comic. Yeah, you're right. And so they did the Talia thing in the comic too. It was one of those like multiple applications in a comic thing, you know? Oh yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he came back with the punch, but he was the body was healed by the right. Lazarus Pit and blah blah blah. It's funny how sometimes in comics, like to make a change, it has to be told several times yeah. for it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That, those are both two those good are both really good. Those are yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're beautiful. If you haven't seen them, I recommend them. And for my money, start at the beginning of the DC animated movies and go mm. right up until they start to fall off a little bit, but then hop back on for Flashpoint Paradox. Well, Superman Doomsday is the first one. Mm, it's I bad. wouldn't necessarily. No. Ooh. Of the, of New the, Frontier. The DC like, Ooh, animated. Movies. The they movies. keep going back. No, no, keep no. Keep going no. back. Going? The Batman animated series that was in theaters. That film. Oh, Mask of Phantasm. Phantasm oh, is the beginning. Okay. That's, that's the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, Fair enough. Because then you get Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Oh. Oh. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta dip oh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? You're both correct. That's the, those are the first feature-length animated films. However, the era of yeah. Warner Brothers premiere where they had an initiative of adapting specific storylines. Okay. That was Superman Doomsday, New Frontier. Oh my God. Public oh, that was a great adaptation like and they, pretty close. They were literally, yeah, it was really yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah, that was good. That was, that's the kind of start of modern. That's, yeah. We're, like, we're going to have one of these a year because, or so. Yeah, because yeah. Sub-Zero, Mask of the Phantasm, Return of Joker, which is better than the other two as far right. as I'm concerned. Right. It's one of the best. The PG-13 cut, actually, though. Not the... Actually, I like the, I like the PG thirteen one is so good. Though. Yeah, but I like the I like the I like the director's cut. I like it. 
That is the director's uh, cut. No, no. Oh, PG thirteen. You were looking yeah, for a rated R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, those are all great answers, guys. I I'm glad we hang out. Cool. So, yeah. without oh, further, we still got a show. To- without further ado, we're moving cut. on to the main topic this evening. Yeah. Which is? Are you not entertained? The Last of Us, 2023. <laughs> On HBO Max or HBO, wherever you stream. Episode one, which was called When You're Lost in the Darkness, starring Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, Anna Torv, and Gabriel Luna. Joel and Ellie, a pair connected through the harshness of the world they live in, are forced to endure brutal circumstances and ruthless killers on a trek across post-outbreak America. Not this episode. So, <laughs> I, I have... I, they, I mean, it's well, the first part. Um, I have... Never played the game. Me neither. Which which oh, has wow. oh wait, so we're all we're all coming at this fresh. That's great. I knew that there was a guy and he had to do something with or get to a young girl. That was it. So I none of us have played the game. Yeah. Um I am very familiar with the property. Okay. Uh I am very familiar with the conceit of mm. something outbreaky mm-hmm. uh guy reluctantly helping girl. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. Lone Wolf hero. Lone Wolf uh, yeah, and Cub yeah. style something. Exactly. So, you know, familiar with the, with the narrative, narrative concept, familiar with the property. I know that it's only two games. I know that uh, I've not been spoiled. Me neither. But I do know yeah. that everyone adores the first game. And the second game is apparently wildly divisive. Oh, really? I and a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know why. And I'm just going to stay away from it all. Um, and I also know that they've been remade like 15 times. So there's like five Last of Us games, but really only two. Because like it came out on oh. PlayStation 2 and then it was remade for PlayStation oh, okay. 4. And then it was, okay. then it was a re- okay. like okay. It, they have they have milked this property, right. they've milked even it. though it's right. only two games. And they've been trying to adapt it for years. For a while. Oh, yeah. And mm. apparently Lightning struck two years ago with HBO because they got the showrunners and co-creators of uh, not only the game, but Chernobyl. The game, oh, the okay. movie, the game with Michael Douglas. Shut up! No, no, that was a serious question. Not at all. Oh, no, it was a great action, movie. Though. The video game. Oh, the game! I thought I was primed for you to say the creators of some other show. So that's what I heard. Well, he did. He yeah, said yeah. They were the. They were also the showrunners of Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Which have? Did you watch Chernobyl? No, but I heard it was really good. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Did you? I didn't watch, finish it. Oof. But it, but it was just too. So yeah. so it's coming from, from it like the the t- it's coming from that like. Self serious, not self serious. That sounds like a dig. The this prestige television, yeah. mm-hmm. the most prestige, which of is HBO. television, which is HBO. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's where I was coming into it. I also fell off of Walking Dead, the comic and the show, very early on because I think that this genre as a whole is just so played out. There's not much new ground and or things that are done as well that deserve my full attention. Mm-hmm. Or that I feel deserve my full attention. I have seen every goddamn type of post-apocalyptic show, so you got to give me a different hook. With all that said, I thought this first episode was pretty banging. Mm. Uh, it was it was incredibly tense. It was incredibly methodical. The first, the whole, the way that it's structured, the whole first forty-five minutes of this hour and no, like half hour of this hour and twenty-minute episode is ordinary world. Mm-hmm. Slowly establishing ordinary worlds. Slowly, slowly is right. 
tilting askew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. we're talking like very, very subtly helicopter noise. Very, mm-hmm. very subtly one cop, two cops. Yeah. Like, yeah. and uh, your mother over the radio. It. Moved, it, is, yeah. it was so eerie, so effective, and really, really well done. But I really all, loved that first chunk. It's a lot. all set yeah. up right yeah. at the top of the show. Oh, that was wonderful. With, with the 1960s talk show, um, a la like some kind of like Dick Cavett show back then. So yeah. It was when they actually had serious talk shows, like you have serious conversations. And the, cool. the early podcast. Right. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and it, giving a little bit of a, of a commentary <laughs> from, from 1968, if you will, on present day mm. with the whole mm. talk of, about what a pandemic might look like. Look, I, that was so wonderful yeah. because it was essentially telling the audience what you're familiar with, we don't worry about. Yeah. What you just right. went through, okay. Right. Nah. What we're really afraid of is what we're going to show you for yeah. eight more episodes. Exactly. What, and that, that was which just, we can't do nothing That was perfect. About. Did you guys recognize uh, the, the commentator who was worried about fungi? Yeah, yeah he, he was, was from, um, the mummy. from the mummy. From the mummy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know where he was from, but I was like, I know that guy. I had to and he up. was in like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and yeah, he's been a bunch stuff. of stuff. Yeah. Mm, mm, okay. So I, I, so, I, yes, I was very, I was I, very favorable to this first episode <laughs> coming in as just knowing about the property on like a pop culture level. Um, I thought it was, I'm going to keep watching, uh, uh, anecdotally, hmm. uh, my wife couldn't fall asleep that night because really? it, it really, really her. bothered her. Oh, wow. A wow. lot. Wow. Huh. Well, so not, I might be experiencing the show alone. <laughs> not knowing anything about it, except that there was like this lone wolf and cub aspect and knowing that the, it was supposed to be a guy and a girl, right? Um, I'm going into this to the show and you know i guess you don't want to spoil some things um but it not knowing anything it set me up for the okie doke and mm-hmm. i was like oh this is not fair this oh, is yeah this is not fair Yo, yeah. you, you're not supposed to be hitting me in my feels right now man yeah. not talking right about now the, the beginning part where there's i'm talking about like that whole half hour that he's talking right, right, about because right. the, the, the some people are in the poster and some people aren't there's a there's a <laughs> the first the first half hour of the of the of the show is a is a short film. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. half hour is a short film that just kind of introduces characters. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Think think up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> think mm. up. Like how there's the the short experience before it's, yes. and it's sad. It yeah. Is, yeah. It is emotionally exhausting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. But then like you said, it ratchets up and yo, man. Shout out to Pedro Pascal. Oh, he's great. Pedro Pascal, if you only know him, ladies and gentlemen, from the, the Mandalorian, um, or if you only know him from Wonder Woman 84, um, <laughs> <laughs> this dude is like, he should be like the MVP of everything. They should cast him in uh, everything. I, guys, we're living in the pascal We are. We uh, are. I, like, uh, I, one of my... Well, a couple of weeks ago, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, it's great. He, That's yeah. right. He's in that too. He, he is. He yeah. is the linchpin of that movie. Yeah. Like, uh, Nick Cage is all over the place right. to the wall. He isn't the straight man, but he does match that energy in a completely mm, yeah. different way. Yeah. And it, it is not what you expect from the Mandalorian That's or, or Joel. <laughs> right. No, not at all. It, it, yeah. Pedro Pascal just nails it. 
in everything he does. Yeah. He also, except Game of Thrones. No, I'll tell you wait, what, though. No, he was he awesome actually, in Game of he Thrones. He actually did nail it. Yeah. He actually did I nail it. I was so upset with that occurrence. I forgot he was on Game yeah. of Thrones. Because he was so great. I was, like, legitimately upset at the people who made that show or story. Because I'm like, you introduced a guy. He was cool. You wanted me to think he was cool, and I did. And now he's gone so quickly. What the hell? You know? Game of Thrones. Sometimes life's not right? fair, man. No, I know. But I don't like it when that happens. <laughs> you know? When they do it on shows. Or in the real world, either. Really meant that he, in fact, was the mushed into the ground. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. Bye. And in such an avoidable way, you know, story-wise. Well, he did kill. He did the mountain. He did. But you killed them. Yeah. But they reanimated him. He. They did. But yeah, it was like spoilers for a ten-year-old show, other. guys. Like sometimes you're upset because you like that character, and you're like, ah, you know, that's a real bummer. I was just legitimately like, but I wanted to see more of what you made cool. You However, know? I mean, that is a use the word beautiful. That is a beautifully crafted scene that is directed sure. impossibly well and edited better mostly foley too like yeah. you mm. see the beginning yeah. of but yeah. not yeah. all just of the, the, and then it's either his wife or his sister his sister his sister and like the way her it's arms his move yeah and we have since gotten more of pedro pascal so it's not like he the actor has been he didn't die. from right. famous famously <laughs> from die. the best episodes of the book of boba fett yeah that's true very famously <laughs> I was just talking uh, with a friend today. We were like, wait, there were only two seasons of Mandalorian? And I was like, yeah, there feels like three because of that one episode of, of Boba Fett there with was enough a, awesomeness. There was a side quest series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, last of the us. Last of Us. Last of Us. What did I think? You guys are wondering, I'm sure. Um, and that's all for tonight. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Wonder <laughs> even <Yeah>. longer. <laughs> uh, think, yeah. So I was ready to go, right? Like I've just described, I think Pedro Pascal is great fun to watch he's great and so many people have really enjoyed this game and i don't really play video games uh ever so i wasn't going to be exposed to this story um unless it was something like this and i thought this is awesome um so and one thing i thought was very cool one of the voice actors from the game is playing that role in Plays the show. Marlene. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Marlene. Very Found cool. that out in the uh, behind the scenes Ooh, after the episode. Uh, I'm going to put a pin in one of the things you just pin said, it. but please tell us. Oh, you got to remember to keep going. Sorry. What do you want me to tell you? That was No, continue with your opinion, <laughs> oh, okay. but I, I'd like, remind me. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, unfortunately, I was bored. I thought the beginning part was really cool. And like I said, the comment I made about like, some of these people aren't on the poster. That's what I was thinking as I'm watching it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that sucks, <laughs> you know, but that's probably how it's going to go, you know. And um, uh, I thought it was very well done. I thought everyone in the beginning part was excellent, you know, and I wanted to see more of all of them. Um, and then it got through that, and then it flashes forward 20 years, and we get a second beginning part, yeah. right? Where now we're like, we got to set up this world and this reality. And in that time, I just got kind of bored. Mm -hmm. And I still enjoyed watching him. I said to my girlfriend, I was like, if, if I'm going to watch another episode of this show, it's because he's the star. You know, that's what's going to get me to do it. Um, I, I've never watched Walking Dead or read the comic. It felt like Walking Dead. Same kind of deal, right? Like... We're deep into the problem. The problem is manageable. The real issue is the people, 
around, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I, like a little 28 Days Later also, because it's science zombies. I would assume somebody read that article about fungi in ants 10 years ago or so when <laughs> it came out. Whenever they started making the game, they were like, oh, that would be a cool zombie thing. It is a very interesting uh, concept. You know, it's a very interesting thing that happens. I did think it was interesting or funny that they're like, well, the fungi can't live in us because it's too warm. But if things were to get a little bit warmer, yeah, then they would have a reason to evolve. Like yeah. you know, they could evolve to do it now but if they, they wanted uh, to. Tying, or, you know, tying climate to change. Climate no, change, I get yeah. it. I know. Why, well, no, no. But, I, I yeah. mean, like that is apparently that's not something that was in the the game. Okay, that is a new concept for the okay. show, which I think is actually also very smart. Mm-hmm. I like, liked the tie-in. Like yeah. I thought that that was clever, but I did find myself wondering, like, but evolution conquers you know issues yes but sometimes there is a catalyst sure. for and it, exacerbated oh yeah, evolution maybe it wasn't yeah maybe there wasn't a reason to infect mammals but once you can go for get it those mammals right yeah that's how my, fa- that's that how my parents met part was wild too <laughs> that was big head from silicon valley yes, yes. Remember that it was show? big I head that show. wait i was like what spaghetti yeah yeah oh. it, it was just and he also played uh if you watch mythic it was big. Mm-hmm. Young, uh, he was a young buck. Or something. Yeah, the, the young, young dude. It's interesting you talk about the time skip because the one thing I was going to say about Pedro Pascal is I love the subtle acting difference between mm. 30-something him and 50-something. Also, you only really saw, I mean, they did salt and pepper hair and face and stuff, but when the flashlight was shining on his face, it was like, oh, look at all those spots. Like the makeup mm. was fantastic. Like mm. all of like the the blemishes and the almost like rosacea. I read that the showrunner even was thinking of that because he's like in the game, the bullshit. Like I want my fifty six year old to be fifty six. Mm. Right. So I love yeah. that they did that, and you could tell like in the acting, like this is he's playing this differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the the very quick. Uh, I was very impressed also too by like the 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 quick shorthand. Um character beats like uh why is this person why are these people so capable uh there's a a, a veteran bumper sticker bumper sticker i like that too oh, that's uh, interesting. like they they, they kept shorthand seeing, like this is why uh and and i was like the 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 construction site talk and then later on him knowing like how to like going through the walls of the thing like they they set up hmm. pieces of his like just capability sheet hmm. his character yeah. sheet just like he can do this he can do this he is capable of this he'll he knows how to avert. Like I thought that was really, really. It was <laughs> slick, uh, subtle, um, effective storytelling. And yeah. oxycotton. Yeah. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. But- uh, the the one thing that yeah, I, wanted, pin. I would uh, yeah. put a pin in. So um, some of the discourse online, mm-hmm. uh, which is where you get all the best discourse, uh, has to do with why the game was already so cinematic. It already played like a like a movie. Hmm. Why adapt it? It's just going to be inferior. To my response to that is, quit gatekeeping your shit. I'm never going to play a 20 hour hmm. game for a console I don't own, and this is a way for me to also experience the story that you love. Exactly. Relax. And why, I mean, why adapt anything? Because we wanted to do it. We again. wanted to tell the story again in a new media. Yeah, it's like you know? you're not the. The idea that, like, this adaptation, if it's good or bad, that it's somehow reducing the shine of your other piece of fiction. Right. 
Right. Is so weird. Right. So weird to me. Like, the only danger you're in there is, like, which I think I talked about the other week, that if an adaptation comes out and it's so bad that people won't believe you that the thing it's adapted from is good, that can be annoying. But it's not common. No, know? not like, at all. Right. <laughs> so, like, whatever. You also, know? too, we don't live in, a, in a, uh, an era without high-speed internet and information at your fingertips, like maybe in the 80s. Yeah. Something like that yeah. would happen where nobody really knows that this is based on a book. I had no idea. Right. Why, why should I go read the book? Or like, yeah. everything is everywhere now, and all at once, it, Ooh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I hope best picture, but but yeah, I just I thought that that discourse was so yeah so limiting. Like, right? Why? So why? I, look at like the Green Knight that I was talking about is from a story that has been told so many times is adapted into a new thing. We had a whole discourse about adaptations that were really good from other media, yeah. you know? It's just the implication is that because I don't play video games, I don't deserve this story. Oh, come on. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. that's yeah, the whole idea is, is introducing the story to another audience. That's why you do it. I, it yeah. That's why you it's take it. People, there are people yeah. not going to go in a comic book shop. That's why you bring the comic books to the movies or to television. Right. There's people that's not going to pick up a novel, but that's why it gets adapted sure. into a into a movie the only, movies out of plays the only reason you should, the theater you the know? only reason you should ever feel upset about that is if them making the show inerts and destroys all your copies of the video game yeah which did happen that one time <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah when when ghostbusters 2016 came out yeah. sony came to my house and threw away all my copies yeah, that's of sucked. ghostbusters from 1987 <laughs> yeah. i swear to god it was the worst yeah <laughs> fucking god i hate fans we're the worst. <laughs> We're the worst. Uh, Johnny Destructor jumped in the chat. The only way people feel important is by complaining. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, it feels like you're bitching about well, it, buddy. Well, well, well. <laughs> uh, but I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, any last words about this show? Are you going to continue it? Uh, okay, so. Yeah, that's a good question. I probably will not, but it's not a closed door, right? Like, I might. Maybe one or two more? Maybe. Like, we introduced the ordinary, like ordinary world, and now new world. Right, and we got. I was like, if they don't one, if they don't tell me what the deal is with her by the end of this episode, I'm not sticking around to find out. Not, not that we necessarily know the full deal, but they gave you enough of what the setup is. But also, two, I'm like, okay, it's ended at probably basically the start of the game, mm -hmm. so we're getting into the story of it now. So I'm not going to completely judge it on this first episode because the issues that I had with it were very uh, first episode exposition issues. You Pilot know? stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Now, there was one funny thing that I noticed at the end to pick it apart. The, he's, got, <laughs> he's got this code, right? Because he's a, he's a dealer of things, right? Drugs and maybe other stuff. I got the sense, right? Right. <laughs> So, I saw this. Right? I saw this. This is like a yeah. two-layer pick we've got. So he's got this code, and it's in this book of um, Billboard. Of, yeah, Billboard top hits, and it's a piece of paper with three things written down: '60s good, '70s we don't have anything, '80s red X." So step, step one is uh, Bella Ramsey's character opens it up. She sees it, and she's like, um, she's like. Oh, while you were asleep, it was playing a playing an '80s thing. He's like, "Oh no!" He's like, "Ah, code cracked." You're like, "One, 
Did you not crack that code when you saw a giant red X on next to this thing? You couldn't tell it meant something bad is happening. Two, why do you have that code written down? It's three things. <laughs> 60s, 70s, 80s. I mean, it's just it's his bookmark. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So so the the funny thing I saw online about that on Twitter, uh so the the sh- the episode ends so like uh the, they the the radio tower puts out a song and it's like a code for Joel if he knows something he's asking about mm-hmm. is happening or not good bad good news no news bad news um they are now embarking out into the into the wasteland to bring this girl somewhere uh and his you know you get the single shot of his radio turning on and starting to play some synth which and was then you a hear really cool song. thing to do with that. It, I'll, I'll be honest. A wonderful yes. transition. Yes. Um, they play an, uh, one of my favorite Depeche Mode songs. Um, mm. And someone online reminded me that that song would never be in the book because it only charted up to 63 on the Billboard charts. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, I was like, I hate you. <laughs> but you're right. Well, I don't know that. <laughs> but I hate you. I don't know that it has to be. It was all top. It was all top for si- like 60 years of top. That was the book that it was I, in yeah. for him to look it up. But maybe like anything from the 80s still works. Either way, it was funny. He was just like. It is funny. Yeah. Because it was, it, was, yeah. it was like top 50 every year. And he was like, it only went as high as 63. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think it's called Never Let You Down. Great song. I had to, I shazammed it just to be sure that it was from the 80s. I was like, this is definitely 80s, but I just want to it, make sure. Depeche Mode's great. Hmm. Uh, but I thought that that was, that's kind of fun. That's like on Twitter, somebody not not really draining on your parade, but being like, yeah. it's kind of funny. Yeah. Just, yeah. Look it's a little sprinkle. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it They're even started. passing storm cloud. Yeah, <laughs> it, it even started with like, it, the song's an absolute banger and was thematically perfect. But I just, yeah. just so you, like, it, it didn't chart. Yeah. <laughs> well, it charted in, in this their world. universe. In their right, in their charted, universe. Oh, yeah, this There's is a fun the real guy, world. and this song made top 50. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, what, what about you, Leonard? Are you going to continue with the show? Oh, yeah, I'm going to continue. I've mm. been looking forward to this for a long time. Um, I, too, kind of like liked, first of all, when I saw that it was the episode was going to be an hour and 20 minutes, I was like, oh, my Yeah, me too. God. I, was like, I don't know what it's getting into. I don't know, man. Yeah. But. Considering where it ended, I kind of felt like you, it ended pretty much at the start of the game, as it were, Um, really digging into the universe. And I'm like all of the acting. I like the the world building that they're doing. Um, They're not hitting you over the head. I don't think with like the the gore, it's more tension. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm with it. I'm Mm. I'm, going to continue. I agree. I enjoyed it too. Honestly, I I, one hour and 20 minutes. HBO doesn't give a shit about formats. I know. No. Like, uh, House of the Dragon, there was like hour and a half long episodes. Right. Uh, Which I love because yeah. if you're not looking at the progress bar, you don't know like you used yeah, to with network TV. True. Like, it's, it's on, about it's to be over. Yeah. This is the wrap up. You know, that that's kind true. of thing. Mm. I mean, I, Stranger Things, I think the last episode was two hours and 30 minutes or some shit like that. Mm. But it, but either way, um, yeah, I'm in. I, I, cool. It's going to be fun. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to... to to getting there even the creative team alone was probably going to be enough for me yeah uh adaptation aside so uh, and yeah, i trust I hbo too. i Kinda. usually do good I, stuff I trust yeah. yeah we yeah. just finished all of white lotus uh, i've heard I, a lot of things I, I talk about watched, that next week mm. not watch the second season mm. all right anyway uh that was it for those uh listening i thumbed up and then and i thumb return and i double thumbs up in the middle just Dude, kind of not to anyone. So many. Th- but, it's uh, yeah. three people, five thumbs. Three people, five four thumbs. thumbs. That was a good. Yeah. One, two, one, two. Four thumbs. 
whatever. Anyway, yeah, let's wrap this bitch up. <laughs> As Terry stares at me in the cold distance. Uh, he anyway. said wrap it up okay. 10 minutes ago. Thank you for joining us until next week. Uh, in the meantime, where can people find you, Brian? I'm on brianleapdesign.com. Hey, you can find me on my movie podcast, The Michaud Mission, michaudmission.com. Check us out. Holla. Do you have any Michaud Mission events coming up or anything that we I could go to? I didn't want to get the time. But okay, oh. yes. I got a live <laughs> event, a live movie screening that's coming up this Saturday, oh, January nice. 21st, here in Philadelphia at City Winery. We're going to be screening the outside story and doing a live podcast. Come check us out. I'm sorry to impose Wait, upon you there. Do you screen, are you screening the whole movie at the event? We're screening the whole movie. That's awesome. Uh, you can find me uh, uh, online at uh, what's the thing with the no. bird Twitter, uh, <laughs> at Mr. Bartocci, M R B A R T O C C I, or my website, uh, noeltherwriter.com. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we will be here next Wednesday. Confess live. Fletch. Oh, it's so good. 8 8 30 Eastern Standard Time, uh, or on YouTube later where you listen to podcasts. Let us know. Email us. Raffles. We want to jump in on that uh, Peter David raffle. There's only a couple weeks left on that. Cultpopgo at gmail.com. Peter David in the subject line. Mm. Or just your normal correspondence. Say hello. We don't do this in a vacuum. Yeah. Thank you. Holla at uh, a cult papa. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. 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 Yeah.